0: My mindset with recruiting was it's a yes until they say no. And I got a hell of a lot of no's. Don't worry. I got a lot of emails saying like, sorry, you are not, uh, we we don't need a libero in this class or sorry, we don't think it's a good fit or whatever it was. And Z, like from really bad schools, like I, there was one school, I'm not going to say the name, but I mean, this school is dog garbage trash. And they told me I wasn't good enough to play there. And then I went to Kentucky and I was like... <laughs> right off but uh so honestly it's a yes until they say no but you you have to take responsibility for your recruiting
1: What's up, everybody? If you are a college football fan like me, if you know a college football fan that's in your life, you need to go cop this shirt. New designs dropping all the time. It's the perfect gift with the holiday season coming around. If you don't have this thing, you're missing out. Great material, great fabric. I wear it all the time. Go get yours today.
2: What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the It Girls podcast. And we are back with a duo episode by popular demand. You guys loved it so much and we had so much fun doing it. And so we're just going to keep on doing it until you guys tell us to stop, and we're so excited to talk about all things New Year, women's sports, Christmas, all the things. So, Maddie, what's going on with you?
0: Yeah, Johnny. Not much. Um, I have off of work today, so I was like, for the first time, probably, Z, where where we always like struggle to find a time to record we both are home well not i'm at this home but um we had like plenty of time to record today for once in our lives
2: (laughs) yeah we were supposed to start recording 35 minutes ago and we've just kind of been well we've had technical issues but we've kind of been just like lollygagging around haven't really had any stressors to get it going because we have so much time so
0: it's good right and there's like there's not a third party that we are responsible for like attending to so it's just <laughs> we're responsible for each other's time, which is apparently less important to us Obviously, than, less than others. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So what do you have on the agenda today?
2: Well, I've, I've told some of my friends this story, but I bought jeans from Hollister. Well, they're not jeans. They're pants and they're like cargo pants. They're brown. They're so cute. I like saw them on the website. I thought they were so cute. And I ordered oh, them. Oh, yeah. The issue is, I like have never known my jean size like, I don't know. I don't know what size jeans I wear. Like, I just don't know. And I bought these offline. And I don't think I would have... I think this was a mistake. I ordered a size 45. What? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, like, these pants are so big. I could fit my whole body in one leg. And I, I don't think order 20, 45. I think they just sent me the wrong size. But I still don't know what size I wear. So I need to go return those. Um, my brother's got a haircut that I'm going to take him to. And me and my mom, every year, my mom's friend group and my friend group have this mother-daughter thing where we go eat dinner and do something fun. It's like we're having a cocktail making class. So good day. And my sister and my grandma are coming in town for Christmas. So it's a great day.
0: Dang, that is a fun day. What kind of cocktails are you guys making? Do you know?
2: I have no idea now.
0: You just show up and then they tell you what you're making.
2: Uh, hopefully tequila.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, right? Your mom wouldn't drink anything besides tequila. So fireball. Fireball, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, that sounds like a really fun day. Yeah, those pants. I forgot about that situation. So there's no way you ordered a 45. There's no way.
2: I I know oh. at least that I don't wear
0: 45. I mean, no, which is like great for the people that do, but right, you don't wear a 45. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, like you wore my pants the other day, and I would I usually wear like a 26 or 27. Yeah,
2: I wore those pants to dinner, and it was one of those dinners where I have to have the napkin over my lap the whole time because my zipper unzipped because I couldn't fit into them. But I went to Maddie's house, and I literally took no clothes. I literally decided I was going to go the night before, and so I just threw clothes in a bag and went, and I had no clothes until I wore her pants, and it was humbling, to say the least.
0: They looked cute, though. I thought they were really flattering, but I can't imagine that they fit super well. No. Your butt is significantly stronger than mine. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Not bigger, stronger (laughs) Both,
0: both, both (laughs)
2: Right
0: Oh, okay, Z So, um, obviously This episode's gonna drop on, like Around the first week in January Um, which is also your birthday week So Let's talk about the new year Um Obviously, like, I'm a huge goal setter I always think about, Z, when um, Spurlock used to always say this Spurlock's our strength coach at Kentucky. He would always say, um, which I don't know if this is accurate or how this is measured, but he said that 80% of the goals that you write down, you'll accomplish. Well, you remember him saying
2: remember, that? Yeah, but I also remember Cormier saying that he's not a goal setter. Yeah. So I kind of fall more into that line.
0: Yeah, no, totally. But, like, that's what I think is cool. Like, I have always written down my goals uh, for different seasons of life, and you haven't, and you probably think about them just as much. You just don't write them down. So, let's talk about um, our New Year's goals.
2: You go first. I think you're better at leading into this stuff than I am.
0: Okay, first of all, how is it 2024? Or going to be 2024?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It feels like, well, so we came into college in 2019. That feels <laughs> like... It should be two years ago and it's five years ago, which is wild.
0: Yeah. Half a decade. That is crazy. (laughs) That is super crazy. Um, Okay. So uh, I came up with like a little prompt for us to walk through and you can shoot me down if if it's silly or stupid, but I want us to first like reflect on 2023 because we both had pretty gnarly 2023s, but significantly different. So I have five words that I found, and I want you to think of a scenario in which each of these five words um, were, was most prevalent. So the, the five words are joy, challenge, 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 <laughs> gratitude, opportunity, and pride. So a time where you were joyful, where you were challenged, where you felt gratitude,
1: where you, there was an opportunity, and then where you felt pride. What's up, sports fans? It's former NFL wide receiver Stevie Johnson. The wait is finally over. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is now live in Kentucky. And new customers can get in on the action when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at fanduel.com slash mercury. Finally, you can bet on your favorite sports, from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. This means you'll be able to place all kinds of bets, even live bets. Say you just have a feeling your favorite wide receiver in college football is going to get loose in the final minutes. Go ahead and live bet for him to score on the next drive. I promise you won't regret it. So start betting now on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Visit fanduel.com mercury and make every moment more. Must be 21 and up and present in president, Kentucky. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-drawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambling
2: wait. Can I ask a question? Duh. Pride, as in like I was
0: being prideful, or I took a lot of pride in what happened. Great question. I would say taking a lot of pride in what you were proud of what you did. You were proud of what you accomplished. Okay. Okay. I, I don't really think I should go first. I gave the prompt. I feel like you should go first. We can go like joy by joy, and then gratitude by gr- or challenge by challenge. Like we'll we'll, we'll go back and forth.
2: To be so transparent, I need time to think, so I need you to go first.
0: Okay, well, you're going to start, I'm going to start with joy, and then you're going to bounce off of joy, Perfect. okay? Perfect. So, a time in 2023 where I felt joyful. Um, my heart, uh, oh my gosh, in college, we always used to say, like, heartbeams, where your heart was just on fire, and you were just so excited, and happy, and full of joy. And by
1: way, uh, she
2: means her and her sister's. I never said heartbeams, okay. but her and her
1: her girls, her best friends, her and her best friends
0: said that all the time. Uh, uh, yeah, shout out Cam and Al. That was Allie Stumler's word. It was always she was always talking about heartbeams. And the time where I felt the just the most full was uh Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, that's technically 2022. Never mind. I gotta think of a new one. <laughs> oh, shoot. On... Um, Okay. I have another answer. My next answer, uh, for 2023, the correct year is a time when I felt the most joy was probably, uh, Z and myself and our bestie faith went to Europe. And I remember we were in Barcelona and we sat on top of this. They called it like the bunkers when during, uh, assuming world war one, uh, when there, there was some fighting in Barcelona, they had to build these war bunkers. And now it turns into, it's turned into this unbelievable lookout of the city. And so Z faith and I, we sat up there and watched the sunset. And I just, in that moment was like this, there's nothing better. I, I, we were having like a really deep conversation, had a few glasses of wine. Like we were just, just like soaking it up. And so that's probably when I felt, just like a peak amount of joy
2: man Man. that's really good i've had a, a like this year's felt so long like i can't even really remember like the beginning of this year but i do remember my my birthday my 22nd birthday was obviously january 6th of this year and my family is really tight well i don't have that much family here in dallas but the people that i do like we're always together and for my 22nd birthday we were at my uncle bj's house and my mom my dad my aunt my brother all my cousins and they're all older than me were there and just the best group I asked them all to like say what they wish they would have known when they were 22 and I have this long video about it and it was just the best thing ever I, I love those people so much and so I I know there's more situations this year where I felt joy but that's the one that comes to mind first
0: that's a good answer I remember seeing that I was jealous um okay good answers so wait also did you feel joy in the moment I described you were there
2: I was there. I was there. Uh, that's oh. not what first came to mind, but yes, I did feel joy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think it was just like...
2: Yeah.
0: Sorry. I think it's just so surreal, maybe, more than anything.
2: Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite parts of the trip, but I think it was more serene, maybe? I guess surreal is a good... A good yeah. Like, I just felt like, super, like, at peace. Like, just yeah. Just just there, like, like, soaking it in. Joy, maybe not so much joy, but...
0: Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, challenge. When did you feel, uh, you were most challenged during 2023?
2: Oh God. I've talked about this a lot and how hard this season was to start. Um, like I said, we started three and seven and didn't really beat, beat anyone worth noting at that point. And so that was really hard. And I, at one point got pulled, I wasn't starting and, uh, Yeah, that was really hard. I
0: Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to say that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Therapy sessions and talks with the coach and lots of things going on at that point. So it was good, but it was really hard. But it makes it better at the end because the story turned out to be much better. And it's a really great reflection of God's faithfulness in that whole story. But it did not feel that way to start. Definitely did not feel
0: like that when you were in it, but... Amen to that. That's a good point. Um, Okay, my challenge, obviously in our last duo, I talked a little bit about my job, which has kind of been just like a day-to-day struggle, but honestly, and Z walked through this with me a little bit, but probably more so even than my current situation was getting this job. I was in... So I went to New York and I knew I didn't want to go back there. So I was like trying to network my way into a job into Chicago or Milwaukee for probably from, I probably started networking in October of like a year ago um, or over a year ago. And then I ended up not getting my job at where I work now until March. So it took me a good five months and I just kept getting like really close to getting a job and then it wouldn't work out. Um, The market was really bad. So that played a big role into it, but uh, that was really hard and I had to learn to be, super patient and uh, lean on the Lord and lean on my people, but it worked out uh, for the better.
2: There was like a two-month, two-year span where Max was like freaking out about something relating to a job, whether it was like figuring out somewhere to live for an internship or figuring out an internship for private equity or figuring out a job in investment making. And Every single time it worked out, but in the middle, it was like, oh God, this does not look good. We almost got scammed out of an apartment from some guy on Facebook.
0: <gasps> wow. That is a memory I totally forgot about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I went to New York or I was trying to go to New York for this internship I had and living in New York for two months, turns out is not as easy as you would think, especially for the number of internships probably are probably RZ, right?
2: I, yeah,
0: sure. Well, think about like the number of people that probably go to New York to intern, and there's just like very little housing available. And I thought I could just get everything I wanted and more. No, like that's not a thing. So I was on like the New York Facebook marketplace, not marketplace, but the different Facebook pages. And yeah, I almost gave this guy uh, like all of my information, and he said his name was like, <laughs> What? Z what?
2: I don't know. It was like a John Smith, some regular name. But then the picture, <laughs> nothing was lining up. It was so such a scam. Like you know those murder documentaries where it's like people are like yeah messaging people that I think are women, and it's actually some guy in like Taiwan. It was like that.
0: Yeah, no, like the guy answered the phone, and I. Like, me and Z looked at each other, and we couldn't even understand the word he was saying. And we're like, all right, this is not John Smith.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, the picture on his Facebook page is, like, some random white dude, but he was, like, speaking in Vietnamese. And I was like, all right. Yeah.
0: We're being scammed. Thank God we called. That was that was huge. That was very wise of us to call. <laughs> speaking of gratitude, what's a time when you felt gratitude?
2: Why do you keep making me go first? And you know I don't have these ready. I know you have them ready. Oh.
0: No, I don't have them ready either. I'm going off the cuff as well. Um, I think it's better off the cuff. So gratitude. I have like the best one that comes to mind. Um, I My whole family goes up to like northern Wisconsin for a week in August to my aunt's little lake cabin. And there's 32 of us and we stay in a four bedroom, one bath house in the middle of nowhere. And it's just... There's no place on earth that I feel just happier. And I haven't been able to go for three years because of college. And so this year was the first year I was able to go. I could only go for one day because it was my first week of work. But in that moment, I was just, I felt so much gratitude. And I was so thankful for my family and being at the lake. And uh, it was, it was awesome.
2: Jeez. Your answers are better than mine because I'm thinking back on this year and like, my tunnel vision goggles can only really think back until like August, which is when season yeah. started. And so it's hard for me to think about anything else other than volleyball. But I, I guess um
0: I have a good one for you.
2: Well spit it out. Let's hear it.
0: Oh, FCA camp.
2: Oh my goodness. Wow, that should have been my answer for joy. Oh my goodness. Jeez. You're welcome. Thanks. Guys, the best week of my entire life, like, I don't say that lightly, like, the best week I've ever had in my entire life was at FCA Leadership Camp this past summer, and essentially I was, like, a camp counselor, kind of, but I had this group... <laughs> it's this funny group, when you say it that way. It really that's what I was, but I had this group of eight girls, and they were all high schoolers, and, like, I still text them all the time. They've come to my games. I put them on my ticket list, all these things, but I, like, have never felt... I don't even know the words to describe any word that you can describe to yourself, like feeling like on top of the world and like, like you're, I don't know. is what I felt that week. And I, that week along with another week, this, this year changed my life. And I have lots of gratitude for all the people that told me I should go for those girls. Everything about it was just the most insane experience of all time. And so, yeah, that's, that really sums up joy and gratitude for me is that week. That was insane. That's good
0: that's good. Uh, yeah, you came back just glowing. Uh, and so that, that means you must've just absolutely adored every moment. I can't believe
2: I forgot about that.
0: This, this, this year is crazy. Yeah. Thanks. I know. Yeah. So, okay. I can go or you can go, but I'm excited about this, this conversation. Where in 2023 do you feel like God opened a door for a future opportunity? So something happened, but you believe that it's probably going to lead you to a future opportunity. I have a pretty strong passion now for the food supply chain and how important food is for your personal health and how it can kind of be used as medicine in a lot of different ways. And so I honestly believe that I'm probably going to or I want to work in 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 investing but investing in companies that fall in that health and wellness space because of how much it affected me this year and how much of a difference i saw in my personal health when i took control of the things i was eating and um the quality of food i was eating so although it was like really tough i feel like god used it as a way for me to see something i'm really passionate about and i also think when you find a career. You need to find where your passions and your talents kind of intertwine. And I believe that my passion's in health and wellness and I'm talented in business. So those two could hopefully someday match up.
2: Talented in business. That's good. I like that. Um, I think for me, that I, I did so much this year in so many different realms of, like, everything that I really like to do. Like, I did a lot to do with volleyball, obviously. I am a broadcast major, and I worked at a news station this summer, and I emceed for basketball games, and I'm doing this podcast, and I interned with FCA this year. And it, in the moment, it felt like, oh, God, my head's going to explode. I'm doing so much, but there's none of it that I, like, want to let go of. Like, it's not like I'm doing too much, and I need to get rid of something. It's like, I'm doing all these things and I love doing all these things, but also at the same time, I'm like, I need to figure out, like, I don't, I guess it's not figure out, but it's a really great opportunity for me to be like, what is really setting me on fire? And at that point it was all of them, but really all of them have led to really cool opportunities that I like will be doing soon. And so even with FCA, I'm not doing anything with FCA this next year. I wish I could do everything with them. Like I said, every event that they've ever done in my life has been incredible, but like I could see myself in 30 years when I'm retiring, like just and going and being an FCA worker for the rest of my life. Like that job is like a dream job for me. And when I say that, you guys are probably like, "Well, why aren't you doing that?" It's complicated. <laughs> it really is complicated. But like, really, that's like an ideal job. But um,
0: yeah, I, don't and, know. I mean, you can work, and you can. That's a job where you can do it while doing other jobs too.
2: Absolutely. But I think when you're just doing it by itself, you have freedom to go and do all that it like allows you to do instead of 100%. like dropping your one job to go do things. I don't know. I don't have one solid answer for that, but I have had like a crap ton of opportunities this year. And that's I have to like thank so many people for that that have been in my corner in that area. Even things that I wasn't sure that I wanted to do, people were out and helping me and trying to figure that out with me. And so I've had tons of opportunities and I wouldn't trade any of it for the world this yeah it was really good
1: What's up, sports fans? It's former NFL wide receiver, Stevie Johnson. The wait is finally over. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is now live in Kentucky. And new customers can get in on the action when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at fanduel.com mercury. Finally, you can bet on your favorite sports, from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. This means you'll be able to place all kinds of bets, even live bets. Say you just have a feeling your favorite wide receiver in college College football is going to get loose in the final minutes. Go ahead and live bet for him to score on the next drive. I promise you won't regret it. So start betting now on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Visit FanDuel.com Mercury and make every moment more. Must be 21 and up in president in Kentucky. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-drawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at Sportsbook.FanDuel.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLING.
0: It's a good answer. It's a good answer, Z. Okay, last but not least, when is a time that you felt proud in 2023? Hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I don't, you have to go. You have to go again.
0: You're going to hate my answer. Okay. Okay, 2023 was probably the year that was, like, least about me. I wasn't playing volleyball anymore. I wasn't striving for good grades. I mean, I was like a stay-at-home mom for six of the months, and then six of the months I've been working like nonstop. So you're going to hate this answer because probably where I felt most proud was when uh, Z won the SEC. Just because... I knew how hard of a year it had been for her. Um, And so watching you succeed physically and also just you were in such like a flow state at the end of the year that I don't know. I was so proud of you.
2: (laughs) That was really cute. cute. Um, I, I feel similarly, similarly about the year you've had, and I know how hard of a year you've had, but I'm not going to answer you because I'll tell you later. But um, my brother, I love my brother. Any of you guys know me? Like He's he's one of my favorite people on earth, and he had knee surgery in, um, I guess it was probably July or August, and it was like, he had screws put in his leg, and it was really bad. And I was like, when did this happen? guy's like, I love this kid. And... I was so emotional. I called Maddie in the morning. He had knee surgery because, like, he called me after surgery. He's bawling, crying. And I was like, oh, God, I am so sad for him. I just love him so much. And um, the recovery that he's made and the things that he's doing now is, like, so ahead of schedule for him. He's he's literally leaving physical therapy and going straight to workouts. He's staying after school and playing football, and he's doing all these things. And he's working so hard because he loves football so much, and uh, he just wants to be so good at it. And I, every time my mom sends me videos of him working out or lifting, I just feel so – I'm so proud of him, and he's incredible. And so that's really – every time I get those videos and pictures of him
0: – I get them.
2: Yeah. I send them to all my friends. Like, <laughs> he's, he's the best, and I'm so proud of the recovery he's making.
0: Yeah, that was a no-brainer answer. He is the best, and, yeah, he's a baller. But you guys are so different, which is kind of cool, too. So different. Every time I spend yeah. –
2: a lot of time around him, I realized like we're not the same. He's no, yeah, but I love him.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was a great answer. Um. Okay. Do you want to head into our next segment?
2: Wait. 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 Last part of this. What? Your three words to describe your last year. We went through all the categories. Now your three words.
0: Oh, three words to describe my last year. I'm not. I don't. Do you have an answer? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, you go. I don't actually have an answer for this. Okay, I thought really hard about this
2: last night. Um, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Well, you sent me these, and so I thought that's what we were doing. But
0: yeah. my three
2: words <laughs> are, I was, I'll was. i explain them. Um, my first word is intentional. I think I was really intentional about everything that I was doing this year and about my goals, and, and that's funny because I don't really set goals, but like I have them back in my head of what I want to do. And I was really intentional about how I was going about those. Um, My second word is authentic. I think I really fell in love with like who I am and myself and the way that I do things. While also like realizing that there are things that I need to change. And so just being really real about all the things that I do and how I act and who I am. And I think um, I just got really close with a lot of things like close with myself, close with my friends, close with God, like I just got really close to a lot of things that are important to me. And and all of that like created a lot of change in my life this year and so overall it was it was a really great year. This year was super monumental for me.
0: That was really good. I, I like those. I like close too. It's a good that's a good answer. Okay. Um mine would be present. I thought that I, I tried really hard to stay really present, maybe not in the last few months, but mostly in the f- like first three quarters of the year. Uh, as I was home with my family and traveling, I just felt like I was really intentional about being where my feet were. Um, another one would be adventurous. I vacationed the world <laughs> this year. I went to probably... Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I probably went on 12 different... Uh, kind of not vacations but trips. Uh and then lastly, I would say flexible, which I'm not a super flexible person. I like routines. I like not knowing flexible. what's next. I'm not flexible, but this job has kind of caused me to be less selfish with my schedule and I think that's really good for me, uh especially Knowing I want to be a mom someday, like I look at moms and they have zero control of their schedules, especially being a working mom. That's another whole nother level. So learning to be flexible has been cool for me this year, too.
2: Good.
0: Good. Love that. Awesome. So Z, we got some questions yesterday, which I know you put on the Instagram story from our audience. Do you want to go through those?
2: Yeah, you guys had some really great questions for us, and I told you there was no dumb questions and you guys kind of let loose, and so it was really good. We got some questions about volleyball and our lives and all kinds of things, and so um, one of the first questions, and we we kind of get this question a lot, and I know we've answered it probably here and there, but like never really thoroughly, but um, Maddie, I'll let you kind of get into this, but what did the recruiting process look for you, and why did you end up choosing Kentucky.
0: Yeah. I know Z and I's recruiting uh, journeys were very different and I think we're going to do a whole duo episode on this. So we won't spend too much time talking about it, but I, my mindset with recruiting was uh, and my dad instilled this in me was It's a yes until they say no. And I got a hell of a lot of no's. Don't worry. I got a lot of emails saying like, sorry, you are not. uh, We we don't need a libero in this class or sorry. We don't think it's a good fit or whatever it was. And Z, like from really bad schools, like there was one school, I'm not going to say the name, but I mean, this school is dog garbage trash. And they told me I wasn't good enough to play there. And then I went to Kentucky and I was like... (laughs) Right off. But uh, so honestly, it's a yes until they say no, but you you have to take responsibility for your recruiting. Coaches aren't going to knock on your door unless you're like a Johnny. Sorry, I know you hate that, but it's true. Unless you're a top 100 player, coaches aren't going to be coming knocking on your door. So you have to go knock on theirs you have to take responsibility for your own recruiting um, and be flexible too. If coach says no, move on because there's 263 more, I'm saying division one, but I think there's 264 division one schools. So um, yeah, you just need to kind of be self-aware, but also strive for the highest. That's what I did.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love that answer. I'm going to leave it there because I don't have much more to add. Uh, I guess I yeah. can add to the why I chose Kentucky part and, I think you, it's really hard and I'm glad the rules have kind of changed because it's really hard when you're 15 or 14, 15, which I guess when I was getting recruited, like to know what you're looking for when you're going to be 18 to 23. And I didn't even know my favorite color back then, let alone like what I was looking for in college. But I think it's like really important for someone to kind of set out like, this is what I know I want. This is what I know I don't want. And things obviously change. But um, I knew, like, I wanted to be a part of, like, the most competitive culture ever. Like, I wanted to go in the gym and get after it and win and compete and doing it with people that I love. And when I was visiting schools, I, like, told coaches, like, hey, is it okay if I watch a practice? And my visit to Kentucky was, like, probably an hour and a half long. Like, I was just passing through. I didn't stay for very long. I wasn't, like, shown all the facilities and, like, taken to a game and, like dolled up or anything like that. It was very just, like, casual. And I watched the practice, and it was some of the most competitive players in Kentucky volleyball history, and I knew, like, that's where I wanted to be. And along with that, the people – Craig is an incredible man. I would give my left – the whole left side of my body for Craig's game.
0: <laughs> and i um, give the right. Uh, not
2: the right side. still need a swing, but he can have the left side. Um, and just, like, being surrounded by people like that and people – like Durs and Carly and Lindsay and all those people that come before and that are now gone doing better things. Like that's what I wanted to be a part of. And so just making sure, you know, like what you're looking for when you're going and deciding on these schools and Kentucky is that place for everyone, but especially for me.
0: That's good. That's good. I love it.
2: Wait, next question, Matt, switching gears. Um, Got a boyfriend question mark.
0: You don't want to ask the
2: answer this one. Um, I'll answer. It's a really quick answer for me. No, I don't, (laughs) but it's a, it's a longer answer for Maddie.
0: Yeah, I do have a boyfriend. Um, Nick and I have been together for gosh, almost three years, which is so funny. Uh, our, our story is kind of funny too. And Z's like been the, the third wheel since day one, literally since day one before we were dating. Uh, so he is from my hometown and we were like friends in high school, but my dad was a basketball coach and so he played basketball. He didn't want to date the coach's daughter. He's like one of the best basketball players to play at my high school too. And so him and my dad are really close. And we used to like Snapchat and FaceTime during uh, my first time my little my beginning at Kentucky. But then he went to school in Minnesota. I went to school in Kentucky. It was like twelve hours away. It wasn't gonna work. And he then it's really
2: such a big detail. No, why, what happened, and why did it not work? No, no,
0: we stopped, no, we stopped talking, and then COVID hit.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, guys, I, Maddie, stop. I, Maddie, stop. I, Maddie, stop. No, don't. her and Nick were talking, Maddie got a boyfriend, started dating a guy on the baseball team. No, we stopped talking before I got that boyfriend. You left out the whole boyfriend. Maddie fell oh. in love with a baseball player, and then...
0: Nick came knocking back on the door after her and the baseball player broke up. Okay, it wasn't like, you're acting like there was overlap. There wasn't overlap, but uh, COVID played a factor. You know, we went home. Me and said baseball player weren't going to work out for a number of reasons. And then Nick was like two minutes away and I'd always had a crush on him. So it was pretty easy. And the rest is history. The rest is history. (laughs) He fell in love and now he's obsessed. What can I say?
2: You're so annoying. Okay.
0: No, I, I'm okay. kidding. But it did take a while for us to actually become official because we were doing such long distance. So we're good now. <laughs> and yeah, now him God. and Z are inseparable. What'd you say? I said now him and Z are inseparable. Oh, God. Get, stop it. He is one
2: of my best friends. But say not inseparable. <laughs> um, okay, Maddie. This is another question from another fan. How have you become closer to God and can, sh- and can you show a Bible study plan if you have
0: one? Oh, that's a good question. I saw that in the Instagram. Um, okay. My answer is so easy. Community. I hardly knew God in 2019. Like when I got to college, I, um, I didn't have a Bible. Like I, I didn't have any Christian friends. I didn't know what it looked like to be a Christian woman. And then I got to college and I was just surrounded by girls who read the Bible every day, who listened to Christian music, who just walked Christian lives. And they were just lights in my life. And those are all my best friends. Z, Allie, Cam, Curry, uh, Tharp. And I mean, the list is endless. Avery, Madison, like all of these people. And so then that's kind of what changed my world. I joined FCA. FCA was just like the cool cool kids club in college and um it took my faith to the next level in terms of a devotional um Z do you have a good answer to that? I don't really.
2: I know. I think the easy answer is the Bible app like first of the day. Yeah. I think that's really easy and something easy to do when you wake up first thing and so if, but I mean what is she is I wish I had it on me. I can't think of the name but by Sarah Young Her name's Sarah Young and she does these devotionals and it's like the whole year and it's laid out and it's really easy. So look that up. I'll plug that at some point, but yes, great answer, man.
0: Yeah. Do you Um, have an answer that you want to share?
2: No, I thought that was really good. Okay. Um, I figured it was probably
0: pretty aligned, but
2: yeah. Last question from the fans. What is your favorite memory from Kentucky?
0: Thanksgiving at Thanksgiving weekend um probably my junior and senior year no that's such a bad answer like okay the obvious answer is the natty that there's we have to say that right well I was thinking about
2: this last night when I was trying to think of my answer and I still don't have one but the natty like was such a shot of a genuine that I really don't remember it like I remember pieces from here and bits and pieces from here but like Obviously, that was, like, the biggest feat ever, but really, I don't remember that much of it for lots of reasons.
0: Probably, <laughs> okay, speaking of, probably the week after the Natty was probably the best time at Kentucky. We were freaking celebrities on campus. Like, it was it was really cool, and our social medias were, like, we were just getting so many texts and phone calls and... um that was definitely the coolest thing, but yeah, back to my original answer. My entire family would get an Airbnb during Thanksgiving, and we have like huge parties with our team, our, and our parents, and um, it was always just like such a blast. I feel like there's so many though. I could I could say I could I could talk for two hours on my favorite memories from Kentucky.
2: There's so many, but it's so funny that the one coming to my head right now, like it's all that's in the
0: front of my head right now.
2: Is when we went camping a few summers ago. Uh, yes. I hope everyone that went with us is listening. We were a group of like seven of us. It was me, Maddie, Gabby Goddard, Kendall Paris, Rebo, and someone else. Allie Summer. We all went camping in the middle of like Red River Gorge. We didn't know what we were doing. Like we weren't at a campsite. We just stopped in the middle of a, tra- of a trail. Picked some tents. Hiked. Which we bought that day. We bought ten air mattresses that day. It was it was ridiculous,
0: but it was so it hard. Was so fun. That was during COVID, and we were trying to be safe and not get sick, and so we were trying to come up with like creative ways to have fun. And it was so fun. We met these random people from weird. another uni- yeah in the middle of the woods.
2: Jeez, yeah, that's one of my favorite memories. That's yeah. a good answer. Good.
0: That's a good answer. Okay, Z, take us to women's sports. Give us an update. What's going on in the world? Oh,
2: man. There's so many good things happening in women's sports right now. But there's one that I am, like, itching to talk about because when I first watched this video, I, like, saw it and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And then this morning I woke up and it kind of blew up overnight. But there's this video of Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens, her husband, and they're on this podcast with Ryan Clark and he hosts his podcast and Ryan's like, so, like, how did you get Simone Biles talking to Jonathan? And he's like, the question is, like, how did she get me? Like, I didn't even know who she was. Like, she, like, what? like, yeah, it was crazy. And she was like, she's just, like, sitting here, like, kind of smiling and laughing. And he's like, yeah, I had never heard of her. Like, she got me and she bagged me and the men are the catch. And I was like, what? You're telling me you didn't know who Simone Biles was in peak Simone Biles time? Like, this was two years ago, and you're telling me you don't know who she was? It was crazy, and I was like, I don't really that's kind of a red flag
0: Okay I totally agree it's a red flag but I feel like Simone's probably kind of into that Good for
2: her, I'm not
0: No, 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 I'm not either, but the only reason I say she's maybe into that is because she is such a celebrity so maybe she kind of likes that She's kind of, to him, just a normal person. She Okay, here's what he
2: said. He said that they were on this dating app called Raya, which I guess is where you, like, really famous... They were on Raya? Rich people go, yeah, listen. And then um, they, like, matched. And then she, like, followed him on Instagram. And then he said, like, I didn't know who she was, but I saw that she had lots of followers, so she must be good.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. I've not seen that. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: It's crazy. I'll have got, to with
0: you. Simone got AP Athlete of the Year again.
2: For the third time. And you're telling me you mm. don't know who that is.
0: Yeah, I can't. I believe That's that. crazy. Yeah, honestly, that kind of gives me the ick that he, that he said that.
2: And he said that men are the catch. Sorry, I have to disagree.
0: <laughs> no, that's silly. That is so silly. I hope. No, Nick would never. He knows.
2: Anyways, moving on. Um, Maria Sanchez from the Houston Dash NWSL just signed the highest uh, contract ever. She's getting paid $1.5 million over three years. So that's incredible. Um, Texas Volleyball wins a Je- uh, volleyball national championship. The match records 1.6 million viewers. And it's the most watched volleyball game of all time.
0: That is so exciting. Crazy. Crazy. It is so all exciting right. for the sport. I wish... The game was a better game. It was kind of a blowout, which was really surprising for – I think everyone was really surprised by the results. But, um, I mean, we've had Zoe Fleck on the show. Um, we've had Jared Elliott's wife on the show. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're trying to get another Texas volleyball, our volleyballer on to tell about the crazy year that they had. But, I don't know, I'm just really excited to see where the sport's going.
2: And really quick, I have to plug Andrea's business, TIY Ties, because – I was on TikTok and there's obviously lots of videos of Texas players celebrating all these things. And I keep seeing TikToks where people are like, what are these hair ties that these girls have in? Like these hair ties, what are they? What are they? What are they? And I just want to comment on every single one, T.I.Y. tie, T.I.Y. tie, like plug no on way! your No way! Yeah, it's inc- I saw so many TikToks of people asking like, what are these hair ties? And so I hope that it's blowing up for her and that's obviously going to be a really big deal. But that was awesome.
0: That is so cool, Z. I didn't see that, but I did see, obviously, we follow her on Instagram, and she and Jarrett should, well, they are on vacation, I think, and they should be celebrating, but this is the probably the craziest time of year for her. I see her, like, packing her TIY tie orders constantly because she probably has so many right now.
2: Yeah. She's a baller. She is a baller. Um. Okay, this is really cool. The University of Maryland just opened an $11 million field hockey and LAX facility for their women's field hockey and lacrosse teams, $11 million. This I saw pictures of this facility. It looks insane. And that's a lot of money to pour into women's sports, let alone women's sports that probably don't generate a lot of revenue. And so that was really awesome.
0: See, I saw that facility as well. Um, really impressive.
2: Yeah, it's beautiful. Um,
0: and this is something we should know, I guess. But Maryland uh, field hockey and lacrosse, I'm assuming, is, are both probably top-tier programs. I mean, it's up in the Northeast, so probably.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, the playing field is starting to even. I don't think it'll ever be even for women and men. Maybe. What do you think? It's coming. Yeah, like when our our kids...
2: You guys will hear this soon, but we filmed a podcast yesterday with a soccer player, and she said, like, half the population is women, and women want to see other women doing things that they probably can't do themselves. And so I think... Once men get out of the way, because they just always seem to be in the way, we'll be good to go.
0: Not all men. We need men in our corner, too.
2: Yeah, but not in our way.
0: No, facts. We need men, like, standing with us, though. And that includes their pockets. We need their pocket change.
2: All right, moving on.
0: What? You didn't like that comment?
2: No, I did. I just don't like talking about men.
0: Okay. Well, I know, but... I, was, I wasn't really done that's why I was kind of saying that we, we need more money in women's sports so whether that's female investors or male investors that's what's gonna take it to the next level that's all
2: the WNBA is gonna create their own version of the in-season tournament since the NBA did so well the NBA had their best viewership in 21 years in that in-season tournament so oh, now real? the WNBA is creating their own version of it probably coming next season so that's really awesome
1: that's
0: so dope, Z. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. I told you, like, uh, men's – or NBA basketball's tough. They play – same with baseball. They play 100 games in a season. At the beginning of the season, no one cares what's happening. Like, fans, no one cares to watch 8-7 and seven versus 9-13 and 13 13. teams playing because it doesn't matter. And so, I guess when you put something on the line and money on the line, players play harder and people want to watch. And so, hopefully that does the same for WNBA. Okay. Good. This is really interesting, and I like, want to ask your opinion. So in the past week, we've seen Kim Mulkey get ejected and Jarrett Elliott get a red card. Like, What are your thoughts on coaches, on that happening to coaches? Not players, but to coaches.
0: Yeah, players is different. I kind of like it. I do too. I like it because... There's obviously a line, right? You can't cross the line. So if you're getting ejected or getting red cards consistently, that's a issue that doesn't happen. to Jared Elliott, he doesn't really get red cards and Kim Mulkey. She's kind of a wild card. <laughs> so some that, you know, but I think it shows your team that you care and that you're willing to go to battle for them. Um, but like I said, you can't, you can't get another one in, uh, in Jerry Elliott's case, they needed him to win that game, so you just have to know the line and you can't cross it. But if you're standing up for your team and what you think is right, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it.
2: Yeah, I'm like pretty huge on loyalty, and like obviously them like caring that much and going to bat for them so much shows that they care and they're like with you arm in arm. And so I think it's cool. I think obviously same thing. There's a line can't happen more than once. Like Now it's like, okay, now you need to chill out because you're making it about you. But I think, yeah. I think it's good. And then, wait, lastly, the PBF, Professional Volleyball Federation, just signed a deal with CBS. They're going to have at least Woo! 10 games on TV, and so that's really awesome.
0: Oh, is that what it was? I didn't know what the actual deal was. I just saw that they posted. At least
2: 10, and then the championship and semifinal match will be on TV.
0: That is freaking fantastic. I'm so pumped. I hope that at least there can be some crowds there, too. I hope that young girls want to go watch, and it's going to be really high-level volleyball, so I think it's, it's pretty exciting. I think
2: the difference with this league is, like, in the same way that NBA teams and NFL teams are owned by people that, like, know entertainment and sports, these teams are also owned by those people, and they know how to get people out to games. And they know how to promote, and I think it's going to be really good. I hope it shocks people, and then people want to come, so it'll be good.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Get some noise going. Cool. Is so all you got, Taylor? Oh, yeah. Is that all you got? Okay. And on that note, time to eat. Ajani, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, my girl. It's always fun. Okay. Next time we talk, uh, Ajani will be 23 years old.
2: That feels old. 23, 22 is like, okay, like, you're getting up. And then 23 kind of feels like, oh, you're an adult. Yep.
0: Yep. Well, we love you all so much and we are so thankful that we've been able to spend the last year with you guys. And, um, we're just so excited for what's ahead in 2024. And we have a lot of goals that we're trying to accomplish with it girls and we'll see where it takes us. Right. See,
1: we'll
0: see. Merry Christmas guys. Happy new year. Bye. Bye.